If you're looking for premium quality vitamins and natural supplements, New Roots Herbal has you covered. Proudly Canadian and family owned for over 35 years, their dedication to quality and testing truly sets them apart. Each ingredient is rigorously tested by their ISO accredited lab from raw materials to final products. So you get exactly what is promised on the label, pure and potent ingredients safe from heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic chemical solvents guaranteed. New Roots Herbal products are available exclusively at health food stores. To learn more or find a store near you, visit NewRootsHerbal.com. U.S. residents can now find New Roots Herbal products on Amazon.com. So I first got introduced to aloe vera when I was 19. I was working in a pizza restaurant and it was called Right Livelihood. It was in Santa Cruz, California, and it was way ahead of its time. They made cashew cheese. Now, this is back in the 80s. Okay, so that was like pretty revolutionary and it was delicious. They also had regular cheese, but they had no sugar in the sauce and a whole wheat crust. And I was making the dough. And somehow I had to use this like super crazy hot water. I had to melt this stuff called agar, which I, anyway, long story short, I burned myself. I burned myself badly. So I went home from work and a woman that I worked with who was a, a little bit older than me, she came over and she had an aloe vera plant. Now I had never seen one before. I'd heard of aloe vera. I knew it was good for your skin, but I had never actually seen a plant. She took off a piece. She broke it open. She put it on my burn. I was like, okay, this is like magic or something. Like the whole thing was so interesting to me. And so today we're going to be talking about aloe vera. We're going to be talking about how it's good for inflammatory issues. We're going to be talking about chiropractic as well with the wonderful Dr. Michael Haley. Now, Dr. Michael Haley is a chiropractor and health coach. He emphasizes a healthy lifestyle and nutrient-dense diet as a means to achieve optimal well-being and is passionate about promoting promoting the benefits of pure raw aloe vera for various health conditions and optimizing gut health. Dr. Haley's health principles are based on science and tradition. Dr. Haley owns and operates Stockton Aloe One, makers and distributors of 100% pure raw aloe vera gel health drink and aloe vera personal care products. Dr. Haley, welcome to Health Power. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You know, it's kind of similar to mine, actually. That's sort of how I was introduced. Well, I was, you know, sailing and I knew nothing about sailing. So what I knew, I was supposed to take orders from the captain. If he said do something, I did it. He assumed that I knew what I was doing. Um, So, you know, he said, pull up the sail and kind of pointed to the rope. And I just started pulling up and then I held it and I looked at him like, what do I do now? And that's when he knew this was not a good situation because, there's a mechanism there that I've never even seen before. And you have to, you know, lock the rope in there uh, because there's no way you're strong enough to hold that once the sail fills up. And I, as he's like, lock it down, I'm like, what? I don't know how to do that. And he knew we were in trouble. And of course, the sail filled up and I tried to hold on to it. And it, as it ripped the rope through my hands, oh. I could literally feel my skin melting and tightening up. And they were, you know, one hand especially all blistered and, 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 you know, just red and painful. And I remember the way in, the rest of the time I was holding on to, they had a cooler full of sodas. So I was, you know, taking them out one at a time, warming them up <laughs> with my hands because the cold was the only thing that gave me relief. And finally, when we got to shore, it was about that time when I was on the last cans of soda that that immediate pain 
stopped. And Rodney Stockton had this aloe cream. I'm holding up a tube now, uh, which your audience can't see. But it was something like this, only it was all the petroleum stuff instead of coconut oil. And it was less natural. But he said, put this on your hands. And it was, you know, something like 70% aloe vera emulsified in, at the time, like a petroleum jelly. And I wrapped my hands in bandages and, and packed them with the, that aloe stuff. And I remember taking the bandages off after three days and thinking, oh, my goodness, my hands, they look younger. They look better now than they did before this. And in only three days, to me, that was miraculous. That was my introduction to the power of aloe vera. Drinking it was still foreign to me. I realized, wow, a lot of people actually drink this stuff. You know, it's so funny because I recently visited my dad and he was talking about sailing and he's like, and you never liked to sail with me. And I was like, no, because you were super impatient and I was nervous I would do something wrong. And until this moment, I never thought it's because I was get I would get hurt. I just would be nervous that he'd be like, Lisa, you didn't do the whatever thing right. And we get along great and we're close and everything. But it's just so funny because I could imagine that of happening to me. So I'm glad I didn't go sailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not one of those Hobie caps where you just move the sail back and forth, but you know, you pull it up, you pull it down, you put out other oh sails. And, yes. And- oh my gosh. So when did you first get interested in working in, in healthcare and particularly being a chiropractor? Oh, years ago, my father had a back injury and his chiropractor said, okay, you know, now that we got you fixed, bring your whole family in. And he said, hey, doctor wants the whole family to come. I don't know why. And the rest of the family thought he was crazy, so no one went, but I did. Oh, good. How and old were you? at the you? time, I think I was 12 years old, and I was playing football, and I didn't have any problems. But this guy, Dr. Fisher, out in Coral Springs, Florida, worked on me. And for some reason, when I went to football practice, I just felt like I was floating on air. I felt faster and more agile, and, and I couldn't understand. To me, it was like almost like he did this Jesus thing to me, and I don't even know what he did. But <laughs> I felt better. I felt amazing, and I saw the power in it. And I did that. I wanted to be like I wanted to be like Jesus. You know, I wanted to be able to raise the dead, because that's what it felt like happened to me, even though I didn't know that I was less than 100%. So that got my interest in chiropractic. And uh, Rodney Stockton was one of my patients that would come in with this jug of aloe all the time. And, you know, he would tell people, he was kind of like Dr. Fisher, only with aloe vera, he would say, you know, you got to give this to all your patients that have cancer, just have them, you know, drink it three times a day, and they'll be fine in a couple months. You know, he, to him, if you just drank aloe vera, you know, it didn't matter what the problem was, you'll be fine in a few months, like any condition was about as serious as the common cold, you'll be fine. And I thought he was nuts. But I did have a patient that had a stage four cancer and it was the worst kind of cancer you could imagine, you know, and her prognosis was she's not going to be here in one year. She had a 2% chance of being alive in one year, according to the statistics. 
And I said something to her like, you know, I know this guy. He says, you drink three glasses of aloe vera a day. Your cancer will be gone in a few months. Um, let's not trust in that. Let's make a lot of changes. Let's try that. Let's, you know, get you juicing fruits and vegetables. You can't eat any sugars anymore. We're going to take away all the foods that you love, of course, and put you on this very strict cleansing, detoxing diet. We had her growing sprouts and she was, you know, juicing wheatgrass and all kinds of things. And, uh, you know, my, one of my predictions came to true when she came back to me a few weeks later and said, you know, I, I feel so weak and I feel miserable. I'm, I'm wasting away. I'm dying. And I remember saying, remember, I told you you would feel like that. But if you went a couple more weeks, you'd start feeling better than ever before because, you know, she was used to all eating whatever she wanted and meat and stuff like that. And I have no problem to this day with animal foods, uh, but they are not healthy on a detoxing, cleansing, anti-cancer diet. Um, so, you know, and, and getting away from those and all the, and all the things that satisfy your hunger is hard. It's difficult, but you know, I said, if you just go a couple more weeks, remember I said, you feel great. She came in at about five weeks and she said, I can't believe how good I feel. I have more energy than ever before. And this is amazing. And she really was taking to this new lifestyle, this new way of eating. And she was feeling satisfied. And probably turning a little, uh, you know, orange green from all the carrots (laughs) juicing. Well, (laughs) and she started, you know, she did lose a lot of weight, um, but eventually she landed at a good weight and and had strength and energy. She went back for some scans about, I want to say, like, I think it was only four months later. And the doctors were amazed. They said, wow, you know, we've never seen anything like this. Now, actually, you were all cancer. Now you only had these two little tumors. We can even do surgery. We couldn't do that before because you were all cancer. So she didn't have any surgery. She didn't have any chemotherapy or radiation or anything. And all of a sudden, she's got these two little tumors. At that point, she decided to combine medicine because they convinced her two little tumors. We'll just take those right out. And then after that, um, they said, well, now that you have the surgery, you need chemo. But she went on like a a lower chemotherapy program than she would have been on had she had all that initial cancer. Anyway, that was about 12 years ago. And she is still alive today, cancer-free, overcoming one of the worst cancers possible. I am not saying aloe vera did that. I am saying she took a very unconventional approach and we incorporated some of the things that we had heard from other people about changing the life not being against medicine you can still do medicine but if you're going to do medicine you should be doing all of these things you know would i do medicine i don't know i would probably say okay doc uh based on the cancer i have and this medicine you're recommending if that was the only thing i did what kind of results do you get and and if it looked positive i'd probably I'd probably consider doing that alongside natural medicine. And if the results, if he said, well, you know, based on this, we see a 10% success rate, I'd probably say, okay, well, that's not very good. I'm going to try find something else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sadly, my mother actually did what you're talking about and with the aloe vera and she did pass, but again, everybody's different, right? So that's not like a one size fits all kind of situation. But I do think that adding aloe vera is is so good for Crohn's. Is IBD irritable bowel or is that something Irritable else? bowel disease. Yes. Disease. There's so many initials and names yes. for it. GERD, diabetes, immune system disorders, eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis, vaginal yeast, shingles, acne, and many other elements. Now, acne, 
Is that something that you would, is that for drinking or topical or both? You know, you can get results either way, but the best way is always from the inside out. You know, when we put stuff on the skin to, you know, ease an itch, a scratch, a burn or whatever, it's an outside in approach. And yes, some of what we put on gets absorbed and can work at the cellular level. But when we eat, when we consume, when we drink, they really absorb into our bodies and the nutrients can be carried wherever they are needed in our bodies. So I always like the inside out approach Yeah, me too. and recognize that most of those things that you just named, you know, like dermatitis, eczema, psoriasis, GERD, which is a higher form of acid reflux and irritable bowel disease, inflammatory bowel disease, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, gastritis. Yeah. I mean, there's a gazillion names for these inflammatory skin and gut conditions. And if we think of both of those broad categories, skin, inflammatory skin, and inflammatory bowel conditions, if we think of them really as one group, because what is the gut? It's kind of like the skin folded in the inside, connecting the outside environment with the inside environment. You know, our skin forms this external barrier protecting the inside of our body from the outer elements. And our gut does the same thing. It's like a tube with an opening on both ends of our body, almost like, you know, when you put those squish balls on your finger, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, you can roll them up and down your finger and you make your finger come out the other side. Um, And technically your finger is not inside the squish uh, ball. It's in that opening that connects one end to the other. In order to get in where the liquid is, you'd have to somehow pass through that barrier. So our gut is also protecting that external environment. When we put food in our body, it's still in the tube, but not in our body. It's in the tube. And as it passes through that barrier, the, you know, digestive tissues enters our bloodstream, then carried in our body to the various tissues where it's needed. So I, I always think of our gut as a continuation of the skin, and they really do the same thing. Our gut and our skin both eat and drink, and they also excrete. They eliminate toxins. They absorb nutrition or the things that we put in our bodies, in our guts, or on our skin. Yeah. So when we think of it like that, all of those conditions, for the most part that you had named, are really just inflammatory, epithelial conditions, epithelial. That's the kind of specialized tissue that our skin and our gut are made of. Well, it's interesting because I talk a lot about the importance of prebiotics and probiotics. And I even did a show recently on another show I I used to do on postbiotics, which was something totally new to me. And I hadn't heard about the aloe vera for the gut and especially for skin conditions. What have you seen? Have you seen like a real difference in people's skin? Oh, absolutely. And I tell a lot of our new customers, uh, drink a full glass every day for a week. But after that, you know, uh, adjust based on how much you think you need. Uh, But a lot of people will actually look in the mirror after that week and see a difference in their skin, in their complexion. Not everyone, though. And, you know, at this point, I have to caution you and say, okay, what we if we give her aloe vera and say, try this and see if it works, it's still an outside in approach. 
It's still doing things from a medical perspective. Take this and let's see what happens. The reality is what we want to do is we want to give our body the things it needs that will, you know, feed it, help it to be well. But, you know, we look at all those things, you know, what foods should I be consuming that'll nourish my body? And if aloe vera is one of those, and, you know, some foods are superfoods, they're a a step above, they have, you know, increased metabolic or special, you know, benefits that we might even feel or see a difference more immediate where other foods are more, you know, well, this is just really providing my, you know, carbohydrates, my proteins, or my fats, and some vitamins and minerals. I do believe aloe vera is one of those superfoods. But if taken for an effect, it's the wrong approach. I mean, oh, I can, my accountant, and if he's listening, you know, great for him. You know, he, he won't mind poking fun at him. He drinks aloe vera to help him with his acid reflux and so that he can eat all the things that he shouldn't better than taking a drug, but you're you're not helping yourself. What you should do is recognize the things that are causing the problems to begin with and eliminate them from your life. And, you know, it's probably different for everyone. Some people with, you know, acne, it might be something simple like cutting out caffeine or cutting out sugar or, you know, and it could be different for every single person or the the stress or whatever the case is. We have to find those things that are in our life that are interfering with us from being all that we can and do our best to eliminate those as we increase the things that are beneficial for us. Yeah, I think that makes so much sense. So when we were sharing our aloe vera stories, you had talked about that you hadn't been familiar with drinking it. When did, when did that first, when did that happen? Well, my, my first my first experience really consuming it was after giving it to the patient, recommending it for that patient. I, you know, I've had it before that, and it was more like, oh, this is gross, and I would never do that because you know it's slimy. It's like okra, having okra for the first time. Oh, I don't like slimy, slippery things, and aloe is very slimy and slippery. So, you know, I had it a few times, but I never committed to it for a period of time. When I saw what it did for her and as part of that plan, I decided, you know, I recommended that she literally drink three full glasses a day because, and I had talked enough to enough people. I followed up with all these testimonials and they said, yeah, I just drank three glasses of aloe a day and that's the only change I made. And this is what happened to me. Um, so I, you know, the, it wasn't just, uh, you know, one person told me, tell your people to do this. Um, I heard it from a number of people when I followed up with these testimonials. So, um, and she knew, you know, that, that, you know, I've, you're my first that I'm telling this to, but I've talked to enough people and so-and-so said, just do this and you'll be fine. Um, why not try it? What have you got to lose? Well, after seeing those results, I thought, you know, I need to know what I might be recommending to people. Let me experience this myself. And I made sure I drank three glasses of aloe a day for a good period of time. And it was the weirdest thing. I remember looking in the mirror after, you know, probably five to seven days and not recognizing myself, just thinking, my goodness, I look different. I look rejuvenated. I look new. I look fresh. I look younger. And it was confusing to me because I'm looking in the mirror, not recognizing me. So, you know, that was really my first experience with it. Now, funny, it got me thinking about a whole bunch of things. For instance, Rodney Stockton, I have a picture of him 
from a newspaper cutting in 1958. I met him in the 90s. Now, 1958 was shortly after he discovered aloe vera. I think he discovered it in the late 40s and started researching it for topical use and then eventually for consuming. And then there was a picture of him in the newspaper standing in his aloe vera field, kind of like the one behind me that you see me, your listeners don't, but you see there's a aloe vera field behind me there. Well, he's standing in the field and he did not look good. So I guess that up to that point in his life, he was one of those people that was aging quickly. Well, I met him in the later 90s, and he looked like the guy in the newspaper in 1958. Oh, my gosh. I'm thinking, my goodness, you know, he looks good for his age, but he was on a path scheduled to be looking horrible (laughs) for his age. So, you know, um, seeing things like that, and he lived to be 96 years old. Um, The day he died, he had a heart attack. Well, he didn't die that day, but went to the hospital and was essentially on life support at 96 years old. But he was working, and he was, you know, he would carry these five-gallon buckets of aloe vera, one in each hand, and, you know, at 96 years old, and, and people were buying aloe from him at his home, and he would, you know, hand it off to him there at the at the door and go to the freezers in his house and and get it for them and stuff like that. Um, But it was essentially stress and a heart attack that, that uh, killed him. But I remember him laying on his deathbed there on life support. I went to see him and, you know, in the hospital, pretty much everything's exposed and his feet are hanging out, you know, from underneath the sheets. And normally the parts that are furthest from your heart get the least circulation and they look horrible. And and usually you you know you can imagine on older people you see their the ends of their limbs all, you know, blackened and, you know, bruised and bleeding under the skin probably from blood thinners and he had this plump white young healthy looking skin on his ankles and feet at 96 years old as he was there on life support. And it made me realize that that aloe and me knowing him, that was the only healthy thing he consumed. Somehow that helped him keep his gut and his skin healthy. He drank one glass of aloe vera every day for literally decades. Wow. Now, when you say aloe vera, because I know you mentioned it's slimy. Yeah, you know, if you cut an aloe vera plant, it's got it'll it'll and you and you take the skin off. Trying to hold it is like trying to hold a fish fillet. It's slimy, you know, and it's kind of meaty. Only it's a plant meat, you know. You can if you squeeze it, it'll squirt out through your knuckles and stuff like that. Um, that's what we do. We skin it. We take the skin off, and those. Inner fillets are run through a grinder to break down the texture and make it something that you can drink, but it's still slimy and pulpy. Now, most brands, we do not do this. Most brands will uh, filter it through like carbon and diatomaceous earth and stuff like that and push out the watery liquid part in a sense 
And then it's not so slimy and it's a lot easier to consume. From our perspective, the problem with that is you're filtering out a lot of the important parts that can actually help you. Now, it's not a bad alternative if you can't do, you know, slimy things. I've, I've likened uh, aloe vera to, uh, well, I'll say intimacy. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. You know, uh, I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we used to use pizza as the example. You know, even when it, even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. But you yeah. know, because of the gluten in it and stuff, we don't use that example anymore. <laughs> so the aloe vera that you make, first of all, tell us the name, and then this is a hundred percent pure raw aloe vera gel drink, and you also have personal care products. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, HaleyNutrition.com is where you're going to find it. Um, On the brand itself, we're still using the name Stockton Aloe after Rodney Stockton because, you know, he really was the, you know, we call him the aloe vera pioneer. He's the one that really pioneered these things and, you know, uh, blazed the trails and essentially researched and studied it not only on, on skin, but also for drinking. And, you know, I, in fact... He has, I I told you, I went through some of his testimonials. I have people on video telling these amazing stories. And he figured out that this could help them for their problems. So, uh, so we still name it after him. But from that, just like he did, he made things like, uh, like, like a skin cream. I'm holding one up for the people uh, that are listening. You know, imagine I'm holding up a tube of aloe cream and on on the uh, tube itself, it says 70% Stockton aloe vera gel, just like his, because that's what he used, 70%. Uh, only he emulsif- emulsified it in, in this petroleum jelly, kind of like a, a Vaseline kind of stuff. And uh, we decided to put it in coconut oil and make it as natural as possible. Oh, that is, I have to try that. That sounds amazing. Yeah, he had a, a, a real neat sunscreen that he called shark skin and it was this blue stuff you know you can imagine the lifeguards with the colored stuff on their nose you know back in the 70s it was kind of like one of those but again it had aloe in it and that was great but it was filled with chemicals so we made a very natural sunscreen and an anti-aging cream so we made some of the same skin concepts at a very natural level making sure that we had you know 55 to 70 percent aloe vera the actual plant gel in there in nice ingredients such as coconut oil oh that's awesome yeah, i love coconut oil i think it's great so when i was reading about you know i mentioned acne but also for people who have eczema psoriasis dermatitis it, should, should they be using a combination of taking it internally and trying a cream you know um I tell people that if you need some immediate relief and you want to put something on topical, go for it, try it. It may or may not help. It probably will. But I, I think of someone that was, you know, outside the same window just a week ago, uh, moving into the bay next door and telling me the story of how they had psoriasis, eczema, you know, inflammatory skin conditions and only drank, he said, after years of trying to find something to take care of it, he only drank one bucket. We actually sell the aloe vera in a four-gallon bucket. Oh, wow. And he said, I, I bought one bucket and drank it because someone said it would help. It clear, cleared up my skin, and I haven't had a problem since. After trying so many products and so many medications, this is the first thing and only thing I needed the whole time. So... 
you know, I always say treat from the inside out. And, you know, I also want people to, of course, identify the things that are irritating it. Figure out what got you here to begin with and change that. Get that out of your life. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, that's so great that he was able to find that. Now, in your work as a chiropractor, uh, do you are you able to, you know, people come to you and you adjust them and they feel better. But do some of them talk to you? GERD is acting up or, oh, my Crohn's is bad. We tie it all together because it could be something different for everyone. You know, um, Right now, you know, I'm I'm waving at you and there's a nerve signal that is coming from my brain through my spine, you know, down my shoulder, controlling the way my hand moves. And if that nerve was interfered with, then I probably couldn't do that as well because I'm I'd have less control or no control if that nerve was completely shut off or severed. So for some people, their bowel conditions could actually be a nerve that is impinged or not functioning. And I think of a, this is a fun little story. Uh, Charlie comes to me about 20 years ago. I'm a, well, 25 years ago. I was a new chiropractor. And at the time that day, he actually had pain that was going down his leg and, and pain going down his arm. And it started that day. He was uh, he had his own lawn service, and he was working and felt something, and all of a sudden, extreme pain. I remember taking a picture of his back, and I kind of got excited when I saw how crooked this one bone was. And being a young chiropractor at the time, I was determined to fix it in one shot. And I remember putting him on that table in that side posture position and twisting them all up and just laying into that bone and visualizing it, and I'm going to fix it right now. And, you know, you can imagine just sitting on a bag of Doritos, the noise it would make, because that's that's what he and I both heard was that kind of noise coming out of his back. And I remember, and, and, you know, I've told this story before, but this is because this is how I remember it. Um, If you've ever seen the movie Caddyshack. Yes. There was a guy fishing on a little fishing boat, uh, a black man on like a canoe all by himself, just fishing. And he kind of glances and doesn't process what's happening and looks away. And then all of a sudden he turns back towards and realizes there's this big boat coming powered by Rodney Dangerfield that just has that wide open, you know, this this yacht. And he realizes if he doesn't jump, He's dead meat and, you know, his eyes get about as big as donuts as he sees the boat and realize and processes this and he bails out and dives in the water and, of course, his canoe gets run over. That's what Charlie looked like after I moved that bone in his back. His eyes got about as big as donuts, like, what the heck just happened? And, you know, I, I did what any good chiropractor would do and said, that's exactly what I expected. Come back tomorrow. I want to check you tomorrow. Of course, uh, you know, I kept it all cool and everything. And then I ran out the other room and said, oh, God, what happened? Please help, Charlie. Um, (laughs) Wasn't quite that dramatic, but, you know, so he comes back the next day. And I remember him looking at me and just like, you know, Dr. Haley, something you did. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I don't have any more back pain, no pain going down my leg, no pain going down my arm. I adjusted his neck, too, for that pain in his arm. Uh, Something you did. I said, I said, what's going on, Charlie? And the first thing he did is he kind of leaned in and got quiet. And he said, I can have sex again. I said, well, wait a second. You didn't tell me this was a problem. <laughs> on the entrance form, there was a checkbox for if you were having issues there. You left it blank. Why is that? He said, I didn't know it could help. 
How long have you been having this problem? For 10 years. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And, but something you did. I was like, okay, what else? I, you know, Charlie, what was that look on your face? Um, he said, well, I don't have constipation anymore. How long have you had that problem? He said, 10 years. I said, and the look on your face? He said, I had to go to the bathroom. So it was like instantly, you know, uh, taking your foot off the garden hose and the, and the water's gushing out. You know, 10 years of constipation all of a sudden wanted to be released. And instantly in his brain, he's wondering whether or not he's going to make it home. Yeah, so sometimes it's a neurological problem. Sometimes you need your diet changed. You know, uh, when when I have a patient, it's really trying to understand and saying, okay, what's causing your problem? We want to change that because I can give you things and say, oh, you got constipation. Okay, all we need to do, let's try some probiotics. Oh, that didn't work. Let's try some digestive enzymes. And we're looking for this inside, well, this outside in approach, making one change or you know what, let's, uh, you know, decompress your body. Let's deal with your stress. Let's change your diet. What's your diet look like? What are you doing? Okay, maybe you should make these changes here. Let's start consuming some good foods. Have you ever thought about a live diet? You ever eat any fermented foods like sauerkraut? You know, sounds like you're eating a lot of animal foods that are filled with, you know, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and you're eating food with preservatives and all of these things that are designed to kill microflora, or bacteria, bugs, they're just, you know, chemicals designed to kill things and you're feeding them to your intestinal flora. How is that supposed to, you know, so we start changing things from a more broad perspective. And you know what, even if that wasn't the cause of your problem, at least we know it's going to contribute to your health and well-being. That's a inside out approach. How do we really help you be all you can be? And usually in doing that, in, in changing, you, you know, decompressing your spine and getting rid of the stress and getting you on a better diet plan and maybe a better mental, emotional plan. You know, I, there's basic points, nutrition, exercise, rest, and mental well-being and neurological flow. You know, if we address those things, what else is there outside of that? I don't even have to know whether or not you might have cancer or diabetes or anything, you know, no matter what it is, I can be slowing down, stopping and even reversing the progression of those things by making good changes and taking away the poisons and replacing them with things that will nourish your body and make it work more like it's supposed to. That's incredible. Are most of your patients open to listening? Or do some of them just say, I just want to be adjusted? I don't please don't put any pressure on me. That's a great question. Yeah, some people are not ready. And some people want uh, an outside in approach. They, you know, doc, I just want to get out of pain. Well, you know, why don't you just go take some drugs then? You know, I mean, really, but, uh, you know, and I'll try to help you. you. You just want me to get you out of pain. You just want an adjustment, you know, okay, I can help you from that perspective. Um, I can also teach you exercises and stuff so you don't have to come back here next week or next month or whenever. I can teach you to take care of your spine and I can help you nutritionally if you want. If not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm still going to sleep well at night. I'm not going to be all distraught over the fact that you don't want to improve your life. I don't, I can't carry that burden 
Yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you mentioned that you give them exercises and they don't have to come back because there's, you know, I'm sure this drives you nuts, but you, you know, oh, chiropractors, they just want you to come back every week forever. It's like, no, I have an amazing chiropractor and he sees my daughter too. And she seems to get out easily and he's given her like five exercises. And when she does them, we don't have to go that often. And then sometimes, you know, she's a teenager, she'll fall off the wagon and then we have to go more often. But I think that whole idea of, oh, they just want, you know, and that I'm just curious if, you know, that's something you've encountered. Yeah. Well, it, you know, from my perspective, it's kind of like, well, you know, do you want to exercise your spine or do you want me to exercise it for you? Yeah. Because you can come every day and I'll exercise it for you and I'll put everything through the full range of motion and help keep everything loose and moving if you want to pay me to do that every day. But I could teach you how to do it at home. I had these PT exercises and for like six months, I was so dedicated. And then I fell off the wagon and then my knees started hurting again. I was like, crap, you know, (laughs) it's like, you've got to make these things a priority, especially if you're going to be in pain, like pain sucks. Yeah. And you don't want to just start getting into pain pills and stuff, especially if you can do something about it and and take these natural ways. So it sounds like you do so much great work, Dr. Haley, for your patient. You clearly have such a deep understanding of nutrition and how the body works. And your aloe vera sounds amazing. I definitely want to try it. Is there anything today that we didn't touch on? I definitely want to have you back that you were hoping to talk about. You know, what'd be really cool is if your listeners gave you their questions and said, hey, what what do you wish that we talked about? And uh, let me ask Dr. Halio's things on another recording. Let's do it, Lisa. Okay, I would love that. I, okay, tell us all the ways to find you. You know, the easiest place, if you go to my blog, drhaley.com, drhaley.com, without a period, doctor's not spelled out. There is a link to pretty much every one of my social media profiles and uh, the main nutrition website is HaleyNutrition.com. Everybody be sure to rate, review, subscribe to Health Power. Tell all your friends and family. Get some aloe vera. I can't wait to try it. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment. Because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time. <laughs>